hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Burrell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready. Get ready. Get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Greetings to each of you and welcome to Empower to Empower Others. This is your host, Dr. Valerie Burrell. I am grateful and thankful and excited for this opportunity to share with you all on this evening. I am grateful for our listeners and for our audience that continues to grow globally, and I want to thank you. I thank you in Ghana. I thank you in Russia. I thank you in Pakistan. I thank you in Germany. I thank you in Uganda. I thank you in Kenya. I thank you in France, in United Kingdom, in Japan, and United Kingdom. Thank you also very much for tuning in. Thank you to the United States for tuning in to listen to our broadcast and the messages that come forth. Our topic this segment is entitled Setting Goals. Setting Goals. When we read the Word of God, Psalm 3723, it reads this way. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Psalm 3723 reads from the New King James Version, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Again, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Now, that's Scripture seems so easy, right? Why would it be hard to comprehend that our steps are ordered by God? And when we order the steps that he has put in place for us, he takes delight in it. But what I find often is that we don't always know what steps to take. We listen to what other people offer. We look at blueprints that other people have set. Um, And we listen to the GPS. (laughs) Have you ever started on a road trip and you're not necessarily sure where to go? You have an idea and sometimes you trust the GPS. And I've had it where the GPS has taken me to a place and it's not really where I wanted to go. And then when I go back and look at the destination, they change the destination. I think that's sometimes what happens to us, realizing that our steps are ordered by God, ordered by the Spirit of God. We have to trust what the Spirit of God says, and then we have to take in consideration the strategy that the Spirit of God gives us. And that's why for us, each of us, every one of us, it's important that as we receive the strategy, Because remember, the steps are ordered of God, which means that the Holy Spirit knows exactly where we need to go, how we need to do it, what road, what what job, what school, what people. He knows all those things. But sometimes in our journey, we are not setting goals that can help us to see that we're actually making progress. 
How many of us are actually tracking our progress? I'm married to a wonderful man that checks progress on a lot of things daily because he has some plans in place. He has some goals in place. He's anticipating some things, so he's checking his goals. But how many of us are doing that? How many of us are setting goals in order to track our process as we are going and being led by the Spirit of God, the steps that he's ordered for us so that he will delight in our ways? So I want to share with you some ideas for strategic change in order to make things happen the way God intended, because that's what we want. We recognize that we need strategic change in our lives in order to take the path that's been ordered for us. Some of us have been off the route. We have been out of alignment. We have. We have been out of alignment. We have been trying to take the steps that we wanted. But the Spirit of God is saying, no, I need you to realign. I need to give you the strategy for change. And the way that's going to happen is you're going to have to set goals. Well, what are you saying, Valerie? What do you mean by setting goals? Are you just saying, hey, I want to do this by by 2024? I want to I want to have I want to have a, a new job. Well, what kind of job do you want? I want to have a job in finance. So, what are you doing to make that happen? Um, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? If you want change to happen, you have to have strategy for change. Doesn't that make sense? (laughs) You have to have a strategy for change. So the first thing is set goals. If you're looking for a new profession, new home, looking for change in finance or relationships, you have to set goals that will work up to that expected end that God has for you. Baby steps are steps. Baby steps are still steps. And you have to understand that when you are being strategic and doing the things according to God's plan for your life, that sometimes you have to be patient. You have to be patient. You have to go at your own pace. Don't let people rush you into anything. No, don't. Don't. (laughs) Don't let them rush you. People will have you trying to move the way they want you to move, go where they want you to go, and hurry up. One thing that I I see often in relationships, people say they want change in relationships. And they meet somebody, and all of a sudden, um, after date number four, you say, this is the one. And you start pushing ahead because you're dealing with a spirit of rejection. You're dealing with a spirit of fear. Um, you crave attention. And for the wrong reason, you're rushing 
something that God intends to bring to you if you're patient. So, okay, I'm setting goals, Valerie. This is what I want, and and these are the goals that I'm setting. And I understand that I have to go at my own pace, but also need to do what works for you. What works for you? I talk about weight loss often because I've been plus-sized all my life. And there are times that I actively pursue weight loss. And so, yeah, I listen to this one say they drink tea, and this one eats cabbage, and this one drinks shakes, and this one exercises five days a week. And this one says, if you do this, these exercises, after a week, you're going to see a difference. And it works for them. But those things don't all work for me. So if I'm looking at strategy for change, I'm going to have to do those things which work for me. And I go back to Psalm 3723. The, the word says that the steps, of, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So when I'm saying what works for me, I have to enlist the Holy Spirit to give me guidance about what's going to work for me. What goals I need to set, what pace I'm to take, that's the benefit of having the gift of the Holy Spirit inside of us as a believer. Another thing you have to consider, if you really want change, you have to improve what you already know to do. Improve on what you have. My husband and I today were talking about marketing. We were watching a movie. And he was saying, oh, that's a waste of money. That's just like, and he named some of the things that, that marketing professionals do, but everybody is always working to find the niche audience. They're, they're looking for the new hashtag. They're looking for the trend. And so marketers are always trying to find the trend to help you get ahead of it so that you can capitalize on the change. Hear that capitalize on the change. So for us, because God has given each of us gifts and abilities within, we have to constantly be working on the existing skills that God has given us that will aid us in bringing about the strategic change needed to capitalize on our kingdom promise. For me, I used to uh, set appointments by just saying, okay, that's good. And I wouldn't, I didn't use an app. I didn't always put it on my calendar. And there were times that I missed clients or I, they were ready for their, their meeting on, on a Zoom call and I wasn't in place because I didn't write it down. And so I said, oh, let me, let me improve my existing skill. Let me now use software to help me with scheduling my appointments. Now let me also use software to help me with sending invoices and tracking my income, improving because I needed change, but I needed strategy that was going to work for me. This was a goal that I had. I did it at my pace. I didn't allow anybody to push me into it. I did what I did because I did the research. I I asked Holy Spirit to show me what to do, when to do, and how to do. And as he continued to reveal to me to increase my existing skill, things got better. Another thing that we have to consider when we are trying to find strategy for change in our lives, 
We have to learn from our mistakes. Don't let a mistake hinder you. Allow it to be a teaching tool. We all make mistakes. We all missteps. We do. But don't let it get you to a place where you don't know, oh, my God, I'm going to give up because that didn't work. Oh, I failed again. That didn't work. Back up. Back up and pause and say, okay, Holy Spirit, did I not set the appropriate goal? Am I doing what's working for me or am I trying to do what other people have told me to do? Am I moving too fast? Am I am I using the best thing according to the skill set that you've given me? Is that why the mistake keeps happening? Learn from the mistake that you've made. Don't let it be an excuse for you to give up. Because God's intent is for us to get to the expected end. He has a plan, a hope, and a future for each one of us. He wants us to get to where he has for us. He wants us because he will be glorified by us fulfilling our kingdom promise, our kingdom mandate, by us fulfilling God's plan for our lives. He is glorified. So he wants us to keep going. He doesn't want you to give up. I'm speaking to you right now for the one that's listening. Don't give up. Learn from the mistake. And you're saying, but Dr. Val, I, I keep trying and this isn't working. Well, unless the Holy Spirit. Because your steps are ordered by God. And the Holy Spirit knows what to give us. He knows what strategy is best for us. And for each one of us, a strategy may be different. So learn from the mistakes. Don't let that be a reason for you to give up. And get wise counsel. You've probably heard me say this before, and I'll say it again and again and again. If you're constantly the smartest one in the room, change rooms. Get wise counsel. Get a mentor. Get someone that, that's where you're trying to go. That's either there or been there. And they can tell you some different things or different places or different people that you can network with. And don't be afraid of collaboration. Ask the Holy Spirit, should I work with these people? Should I go to this event? Should I join this association? God, is this a part of your plan for strategic change in my life? Because ultimately, God wants us to release our assigned resolve in the kingdom. He wants us to roar. And for y'all that that have been with me for a while listening, you know I'm all about the roar, releasing our assigned resolve in the kingdom. He wants us to do that. So again, I'm suggesting get wise counsel. Find a mentor. Find a group. Join an association. Do something. Don't think that you have to do it all by yourself that you're going to always have all the answers because we're not. And then, you know, I talked about how when we make mistakes, sometimes when we make mistakes, we want to give up. And sometimes we do get up, give up. I have. There have been times that I've done things and I try it for a little while and it doesn't work and I stop. 
But we can't be afraid to start over. We can't be afraid to start over. And that's in every aspect of our lives. When I think back to when I started my life over, when I gave my life to Christ, I did so as a child. And I did it out of religious tradition. In vacation Bible school, I was five years old. And all the other people in the primary class went up and gave the preacher their hand and got baptized. And I figured I was going to do the same thing. And that was, uh, it, was a, it was a changing moment, but again, it was religious behavior. No one was teaching me about the relationship that I needed to have with God. So later on in my life, in my 30s, I went into the water again. <laughs> I went in the water again because I realized that I needed change and still had to transition. I had to renew my mind. I had to really understand that God loved me, not that he loved what I did in the church. He loved me. Jesus died for me. And so through all of that, that also required change. Then I wasn't thinking about the fact that I had purpose. What is that? I had an assigned resolve in the earth. What is that? All I needed to do was to be religious, to do the religious work, to do the assigned work by man, not the assigned work by my father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I didn't know anything about that. So even with the strategy of change, I had to start over and ask the Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me, oh God. And with that cry, And with me surrendering my will and receiving him as Lord and Savior of my life, then I began to see the truth of what your steps being ordered of the Lord really means. This was an opportunity for me to die daily, to surrender my will. And I'll tell you that it wasn't always an easy task because I had to unlearn so much of what I had held on to as truth. It was a truth, but it wasn't the kingdom truth I needed to move forward in the things that God wanted for me. There is a strategy for change for each and every one of us. And these tips that I've given work for the believer and the unbeliever, actually. (laughs) But to those who have surrendered their lives to Christ and understand that the Holy Spirit gives a strategy for change, if we utilize what he reveals to us, if we take heed to everything that he reveals to us about setting goals, about moving at our own pace, about doing what works for us, learning from our mistakes, finding wise counsel, and then if need be, starting over. You'll see change happen. You'll see the manifestation of of an expected end clearer than you ever have before. You'll understand what his intent is for your life. 
and you can start tracking it. You say, oh, God, this is what you want for me. So the first step is I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to get a mentor. Oh, I'm going to join this association. Ah, I'm going to have to let these people go because they're trying to hold me back. I've been listening to them more than I've been listening to Holy Spirit. Now I'm seeing clearly what I need to do to get to where God has for me. I promise you, it'll happen because God has no respect of person. I know what he's done for me. And if he's done it for me, I know that he'll do it for you too. Sometimes we struggle with strategic change. Often we don't recognize that our steps are ordered and that Holy Spirit provides the insight we need to make it happen. But today I hope that these tools that I've shared with you would give you a, a little glimpse of insight for how to move Live and have your being in God. Getting to that place where you can truly roar, which is releasing your assigned results. I pray that this segment has been a blessing to you. I invite you to join us again next week as we come back with another relevant message here on Empowered to Empower Others. Thank you so much for joining us today for Empowered to Empower Others. We certainly hope that that message encouraged, motivated, and empowered you to live your best life. We look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of Empower to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each of you.